This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermova, and today in episode 237, we're going to revisit AI again. And we've been talking about it a lot because you really do need to know about it and be incorporating this into your homeschool. And today we're talking about prompt engineering, a skill you and your children need. And I have a guest with me. Uh, welcome, Chris. Hi, Meryl. Happy to be here. So Chris Rembold, I discovered him on a Facebook group uh, local to the state that I'm in. I saw that he was posting about AI classes that he was offering, and I reached out to connect with him. I got him to be a sponsor for the high school challenge. And if you have high schoolers and you still haven't signed your high schoolers up for that, you really want to. Um Chris is one of those who's put up uh, a gift card prize, and this will really help prepare your kids for college. So I will have this in the show notes and everything we talk about, all the links will be in the show notes. You can find them just by scrolling down your podcast player or going to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Anyway, so I saw Chris posting about this and obviously I was interested. And so I reached out to him and thought, well, let's see what we can do together. And first I got him on board as a sponsor. And then I said, well, how about let's do a podcast episode together? This seemed like the obvious next place to go. And I suspect this won't be our last episode that we do together. Absolutely. So um, I already had this topic in mind. And so Chris didn't get any choice. Um, I just thought he would add to it. Uh, we're talking about prompt engineering, but before we do that, let me just let Chris introduce himself and explain why he's interested in the homeschool world and how he got interested in AI. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. So I was uh, I was born in 87, so I'm 35 now, and I was homeschooled all the way from kindergarten through high school. My parents uh, raised me in Kansas and Tennessee, and I didn't always love being homeschooled when I was homeschooled, but when I got out, I realized it was actually way better than the alternative, and um, it made college way easier for me to have the skills instilled in me by homeschool. And some of the things I loved while being homeschooled was the uh, just like the flexibility of the schedule, the ability to explore interests. And as a homeschool kid, I was always interested in technology. So we had little VTech laptops and we had uh, internet access starting uh, in probably about 2004. We lived out in the country, so they didn't bring the internet to us for a while. But um, I was always learning about what was newest in the tech world, and that has continued to today. But after I graduated uh, high school, I went to college, got my aerospace degree, and uh, college, again, was super easy for me because uh, my, my parents trained me how to be a good student, how to, um, how to apply my uh, just thinking to a topic and to stay with it until mastery and not be discouraged if, like, I got a bad quiz or a bad test, I could actually... Uh, go back to the topic, learn it again, and take the test again, and do that until 
mastery. Mm -hmm. And that habit really worked out well for me. Then in corporate America, I was there for about four years. It was, it was again, very easy. And I would win um, bonuses and company awards and just realize that, hey, I would, I would probably do even better if I was on my own. So then in 2015, I became an entrepreneur. I started a insurance agency and that did very, very well. 97% of people that uh, started what I started uh, fail in year one. And the failure rate uh, drops down to below single or success rate below single digit percentages after a couple of years. So homeschooling really prepared me for being an entrepreneur. I think that was one of the best things that I could do. But uh, then AI, like insurance is cool, but I mean, purpose matters to me. Like mm-hmm. having impact on making the world better matters to me. Doing things for people matters. So um, I, I picked up artificial intelligence in 2018. And... In 2018, AI was much more boring than it is today. It was mostly about learning uh, some Python code and some libraries that you could use to build AI and then manually feeding it training data and creating your own custom things where you could maybe identify a dog in a picture or you could Mm -hmm. read handwritten uh, characters uh, that were scanned in and convert that to text. Now, in 2023, AI is way different. We can actually use it through our browser in such a way that um, all we do is literally type English to it and or, or whatever language it is. And we can get very powerful results out of it. So I did not want to be in insurance forever. And I knew that when I started my business. It's not like a lifelong calling or something. So when the tech changed with artificial intelligence and we're able to actually create very useful tools and outputs and use it as an assistant or an employee or as a tutor. Mm. Um, I wanted to bring that to the homeschool community because I could have I could have gone and uh, worked with probably the sales department of a software company just because of my sales background and AI background, mm. or I could have uh, started a, a business in another sector. But homeschooling, I see as a very important counterculture movement because in in America, there's this decentralization happening and homeschooling is part of that. And decentralization is a good thing. So um, I see it as the same thing as biodiversity in the natural world, where having lots of species in a system right. is very good. It can it can survive all kinds of things if there's a, a large amount of biodiversity. Same thing with education. With biodiversity on the education level with homeschoolers, we are able to have a more resilient civilization and more creative ideas and just so much more creative expression. Right. So that's who I want to empower is the homeschoolers. I thought about it a while. Well, that's that's great. I mean, we're glad to have you here and all your expertise and um, stay on till the end of this episode. We're going to talk about prompt engineering, but at the end, I'm going to let Chris just briefly explain the class that he offers and um, that relates to AI. I know he's got other ones too, but we'll have all the links to where you can find him online as well. But let's just get straight into the prompt engineering. Now, I noticed this term, um, not only am I always interested in in tech and coding and everything to do with that, but I was actually an English major. And so when new words come in, I noticed them. And so I started noticing people were talking about prompt engineering And you could even, people were asking for it either as a skill or even just as an entire job category. 
And you'd say, you know, people were starting to look for prompt engineers. And I realized that this is something that as homeschoolers, you need to be aware of and we need to talk a little bit about. So, Chris, let's start off with what is prompt engineering? So prompt engineering is the ability to get your large language model like ChatGPT or your image generator like MidJourney to produce results for you that are useful for you. And engineering the prompt is about taking the structure of the sentence or paragraph or data that you provide to the artificial intelligence and building it in such a way that the results that the AI gives you is the thing that you had in mind or something especially useful. So for example, um, we could ask artificial intelligence, hey, explain something to me. And then it would just like give you some kind of boilerplate response. But if you said, instead, you are an expert in this topic and I need you to explain it to me like I am a high schooler as far as expertise goes in the subject, it will then know, oh, well, I will play the result, the role as an expert in this instead of just providing a boilerplate response. And I'm going to explain this at a certain level. And there's all kinds of dimensions you can add into your prompt engineering, such as style and um, language even of the output. You can have it uh, analyze things or explain things or summarize things. Uh, prompt engineering is really, really fun. And there's a growing community of people that are making awesome examples. Yeah, so I saw it explained as um, they said, you know, imagine you have a genius living next door to you and he knows everything, but he doesn't really know anything about you. And you have specific questions relating to your life. And so you go across to your, your genius neighbor who's prepared to answer, but you have to give enough information so that he gives the answers that are relevant to you and your situation. And um, it definitely, uh, I normally take a couple of attempts before I actually get it, because I know in my mind what I'm looking for. And sometimes chat GPT's answers, I'm like, no, 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 that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> and I realize I am lacking in the ability to be a good prompt engineer. And this is definitely, it is something one needs to learn. Um, I just want to mention this here before I forget about it. But um, one of my children put me on to a, a daily newsletter called Prompts Daily, and I will put that link in the show notes. And it's literally comes out with a cool prompt that it's come up with for ChatGPT, and it puts it in and what ChatGPT comes out with. And from my point of view, sometimes, I mean, it's not related to my life, but sometimes I'll think, oh, I never thought about that. I never thought about asking ChatGPT. So it's one of those, you know, ChatGPT knows so much and this is so new for all of us and it's just hard for us to even wrap our heads around. So getting a newsletter like that, I don't even look at it every day, but when I have time, I'll just look and see what the newest idea is. And they even have, if, if you share it with somebody else, then they actually give you access to their database of all their prompts, which is kind of cool. So I will put that in there, which of course I made sure I I shared with um, other people so that I could get that. All right, so let's now look into, so hopefully now you know what we're talking about. Now, why is it important for homeschoolers, both parents and the kids, to learn how to be good prompt engineers? Well, artificial intelligence is having its iPhone moment. So when Steve Jobs went on stage and introduced the iPhone in 2007, the original one, um, that changed the world, and that just happened in AI 
at the end of December 2022 when ChatGPT was released. So we're still in early days with it. So prompt engineering is very important right now, but as artificial intelligence becomes more of a widespread tool and more people are using it and you're integrating it more into what you're doing as a teacher or as a student, prompt engineering is going to be like one of the things you do every single day, just like texting or opening an app or uh, taking a picture with your phone. It's just going to be a mm -hmm. 21st century skill that we have. Right. And it's it's one of those things that, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, this is all too complicated for me, or I don't like the idea of AI. Well, AI is here, whether you like it or not, it's not going anywhere. And it's actually not complicated. And you learned how to operate. I mean, I can remember when I got my first iPhone, I got it because I didn't want to get left behind. I didn't want to be that mom who didn't know how to, you know, communicate with her children. <laughs> and so I forced myself and at the beginning, it was hard. So there is a learning curve, though, admittedly, I don't think there's a huge learning curve for ChatGPT. But regardless, you, you have to actually get in there and you have to make sure that your children are ready. Um, they are going to be expected to know how to use these tools when they get jobs one day, when they get to college. And they need to know how to use them responsibly and how to use them effectively. And that is, unfortunately, if you're a homeschool mom, you or dad, you are in charge of your child's education and you need to make sure that you include this. So next question, why will this be an important skill going forward? This is one that I've been contemplating. How, where is, and how quickly do you think AI is going to pro progress? Will it get better at guessing? Or will we always need to learn the skill of uh, prompt engineering? So prompt engineering is just going to be like how to Google something or um, how to talk to even your friends. It will be an important skill going forward because I don't think it will ever be able to read our mind. It might know based on context that we'll be asking for something. Like, for example, if we open our AI app at the grocery store, it might say, hey, here's uh, some recipes you like and here's the aisles where the ingredients are found. Sure, that would be cool and that would be useful. But we still need to know how to ask AI for things that come to mind and for um, helping us with building things. In fact, right now, you can use prompts. So conversing with an AI and asking for specific things, you can use it to build apps. I built an app for my Mac for keeping track of insurance clients just using ChatGPT. You can use it to build companies. You can say, hey, I want to provide this service to this group of people what are the steps that I need to take and what are the legal and tax things I need to know about and how do I do that? So this is a huge blessing for us because it's an incredible amount of information and it's intelligently organized. That's how AI works. There's not, there's not somebody behind the curtain pulling the strings. It's just a lot of data and it's organized into a very useful way such that we can actually converse with the data and have a conversation with all of the information that our civilization has created so far. That's such a, it's, it's, it's a superpower. This would be something that I believe people would wish for um, as one of the top wishes if they knew that this was a possibility. So um, as you were talking, it reminded me that, you know, every now and again, it's so funny, then you use the word superpower. 
every now and again, you'll find like in a Facebook group or something, people will post and go, what is your superpower? What do you see? And I will invariably answer, my superpower is Googling. Because if you need to find something, I can Google. I've just come back from the Arctic Circle with my husband. And um, our Avis agent, my husband decided to get a um, electric vehicle because we, he never had one before. And he decided a smart place to get it would be in a country where we didn't speak the language. And so <laughs> um, it was somewhat of an adventure because the Avis guy who gave it to us didn't give us much direction on to how to actually charge it. And it was not anything obvious. And it took a lot of Googling. But eventually, I actually found a site that explained to us how to use these machines and which machines would work for us and how to use them so we could actually get you know driving the car was not a problem and it's but how to actually operate a machine and get the right machine and with what we were given so it was it was hard but again i came through and you know my husband's built out a sprinter van and whenever he he sometimes literally show me a youtube video and say see that item the guy's using i need you to find that and i will manage to find it and because I've got really good at Googling and finding the answers. And chat GPT, as you were saying, and uh, AI is going to be included in the way we're searching. Already we're knowing that the search engines are including this. That's going to be the next step. And it's going to be how well you can do it as how effective you are at solving your own problems. And, uh, you know, it just it just simplifies your life. And it's it becomes your virtual assistant. You know, it's not actually thinking for you. It's not sentient. It's, you know, it's 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 using data that's out there and you are telling it what you want. And the better you ask, the better info you get. Okay, and to finish up, how can we actually learn it? So now if we've now convinced our listeners that they need to learn more about prompt engineering, what are your suggestions for how they can get to learn it? So this is still a habit that I'm building and I'm I'm one of the researchers. So I would recommend on the, so there's a scene in the matrix where one of the heroes has to learn how to fly a helicopter. And one of the characters says, do you know how to fly a helicopter? And he's like, no, hold on. And then he downloads the information and he's like, okay, now I know that's what AI can be for you in your daily tasks. So if you're building out a sprinter van, or if you need to create an app to track customers in a certain way, or if you this was an example is actually a free lesson on my platform that I uploaded yesterday. If you want to create a field trip about a specific topic in a specific region, use AI to do it. Give ChatGPT mm -hmm. a shot. I think ChatGPT is probably the best one right now, but in the lesson, we try four different AIs and just pick the one that works the best. But I would just recommend trying it and learning what gets the best responses from the AI and how to um, phrase things differently or elaborate and how much elaboration helps when you type in the message that you send to the AI. Cause that's the prompt. A prompt is just the, it's like a text that you send the AI, but there's also a cool place that I go to learn prompts. It's free. It is called promptingguide.ai. It's a site that was created by a large language model researcher. He's someone who's very respected as an AI researcher himself. He's way up there in the ranks of AI researchers. And promptingguide.ai tells you all kinds of examples of things to type to the AI and what results that will get you. And there's some really cool applications in there that I'm still learning. Like this is such a big field that even if I've been studying this 
um, as a very interested nerd since 2018 who loves this stuff, I'm still learning how it works today. So I would just recommend one, integrating it into your life and two, finding resources like the one that Merrill mentioned, as well as the prompting guide.ai one that I use and uh, just put it into your life, try it out. Okay, so Chris, let's just finish up and just tell people briefly where they can find you and what the classes are that you offer related to AI. Yeah, so I created futurehomeschool.com. It lives on Teachable, the Teachable platform, and it is a monthly subscription where you get a new lesson each week. So AI moves so fast that it doesn't make sense to record a course and then say, hey, you can come buy this course and it it doesn't change. That doesn't work with AI. AI is getting updates weekly, monthly, and a year from now, if I were to record a course and just leave it, a year from now, that would be out of date. So go over to futurehomeschool.com, check out what I have. I have three free lessons on there right now uh, from a total of 11 on the platform. Again, adding at least one every single week. Uh, the one about field tripping, that was the one that I posted yesterday. So you can go on there and learn how to create a field trip in your own area, uh, create your own adventure, and actually take the adventure myself. It's very, it was a very fun lesson to create. So um, well, I'm, gonna go I'm just enjoying this out. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, do go and check out what Chris has to offer and, um, you know, perhaps sign up for some of his courses, at least go look at his free stuff and go around and play with it. Come to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community on Facebook. Tell us what you're learning and be sure to come back and listen to us next week. And thank you again, Chris, so much for joining us this week. My pleasure. If the audience has any questions for me, I am a member of Merrill's group. So you can tag Chris Rimbolt and ask me anything you want to, and I'll be happy to help you. It's been a pleasure being on this podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you again. And I will see the rest of you same time next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.